0: Welcome to YesPHX Presents, a 48 startup production.
1: In this series, the YesPHX community comes together to promote, build, and highlight
0: small business and startups in the greater Phoenix area. Catch the full series on iTunes or YesPHX.com. And be sure to catch the pop-up podcasts at Basecamp at Phoenix Startup Week, February 19th through 23rd.
1: welcome to YesPHX Presents. Today's episode is a history of Startup Week. Jack Heald hosts this episode with guests Matt Simpson, Paige Susie, and Jonathan Cottrell. We hope you enjoy today's YesPHX podcast.
2: I'm here now with Matt Simpson, who is a when someone that that lots of people said you can't talk about the history of Startup Week without talking about talking with Matt Simpson. So Matt, welcome. Hello, Jack. It's good to have you here. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself outside of your your persona as a Mister Startup Week.
0: <laughs> well, I'm a marketing consultant. I mostly work with uh, software startups here in the Valley, B two B software startups, and uh, I worked for a startup uh, called Bulbstorm a few years ago uh, as marketing director, and we were acquired in spring of 2013. So I've been a consultant, uh, living the dream ever since. Very good. So think back to uh, before Startup Week began. How'd you
2: first hear about Startup Week?
0: Uh, so that would have been a while ago now. Um, <laughs> the... Uh, the organization that runs that owns Startup Week had reached out to a few folks here in the Valley about expanding their concept into our region, and one of those folks, uh, by the name of Evo Terra, uh, had um, uh, had kind of raised his hand as someone that was willing to get the ball rolling. And uh, he then roped me in uh, based on our experience uh, working together on an older event called Social Media AZ or SMAS, which was just a one day event with a little bit of a startup angle. But anyway, so uh, so yeah, so Evo reached out to me and uh, we had our first meeting probably in September or October of, uh, of that first year.
2: Now, I, this is a little bit off script, but I have to ask this question. I've noticed in your social media that you call yourself Matt Meanders. Tell us a
0: little bit about that. Sure. Uh, Matt Meanders is just uh, uh, something I came up with um, after the startup that I worked for called Bulbstorm was acquired in uh, spring of 2013. I went on a sabbatical, um, I was and uh, on that sabbatical, I... Uh, I was on the road, uh, driving around the West, going to national parks and different cities um, for about four months and uh, started a blog where I could do travel blogging, called it mattmeanders.com because, uh, you know, it was like alliteration <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and because I was wandering aimlessly around the West. And, uh, and then ever since then, I've kind of stuck with it um, because my real name, Matt Simpson's a little boring.
2: All right. So if folks see Matt's, Matt Meander's name out there, they'll know it's also Matt Simpson and vice versa. Same thing. Yep. So let me ask you, why did you want to get involved with Startup Week?
0: Well, when I was working with uh, Bulbstorm back in the day, you know, there wasn't a lot of connective tissue um, between the various, um, the, you know, the different areas of startup interest in the Valley. Um, you know there were a few happy hours here and there um i think like silicon valley bank for example would have a happy hour um and then uh there was also uh francine hardaway's um she had a one day startup event it was about once a year but i think it was a little inconsistent i can't quite remember exactly um but yeah so you know there just wasn't a lot of opportunity for all of us to come together you like you just didn't know where to find each other um and so, uh, when the Phoenix Startup Week opportunity came along, I was I was you know back from my sabbatical and looking for a way to, um, you know, get involved in some community type efforts. Um, and so it was just kind of the right time at the right time for me, anyways, to uh, to jump back into that sort of thing. So, what
2: was your strongest uh, memory? What's the memory that sticks to you most about the preparation? for startup week 2015?
0: I mean, there was a scary moment when Evo uh, got a really great opportunity to move to Thailand and took, a, took himself up <laughs> on it. Um, you know, we were, I want to say it was getting close to Christmas time. And so the event was maybe two months away and we hadn't gotten terribly far in the planning. We had done a lot of brainstorming and gotten the word out to people, kind of rallied folks to the cause, but we hadn't really started to get into the nuts and bolts of planning the event, you know, finding speakers, finding venues, that sort of thing. And uh and and you know, Evo got this great opportunity. And so we were a little bit uh, you know, we were leadershipless for a few days while we uh scrambled. And um fortunately Jonathan Cottrell stepped up and said that, you know, he would be kind of the um CEO of the effort and uh and we were back on track pretty darn quickly.
2: So what was the most to you the most surprising outcome of, of that whole process both uh, leading up to and then the actual event itself what surprised you the most about the whole thing
0: well you know early on in the process i really wanted to make sure that it was an event for the entire metro area not just an event for downtown phoenix um, and so we put a lot of effort into making it something that was accessible to folks down at Infusionsoft and at Gangplank in Chandler and all the way up to uh, you know Axosoft and GoDaddy and those guys up in North Scottsdale, really trying to, to spread the love um, across our region. And so um, two of the things that I really advocated for were calling it uh, Arizona Startup Week. We had even talked about having a day in Flagstaff where Flagstaff could get involved and Tucson could get involved. Um, The Arizona Startup Week idea did not take off. It was vetoed. (laughs) Um, But then, you know, the idea of moving the primary content, uh, the base camp from one municipality to another each day um, was huge for us uh, in the first few years. It created logistical headaches. I mean, it wasn't easy to move from one venue to another, but it paid off in a big way because it allowed folks, like I said, in Chandler to attend or folks in Tempe to attend. You know, unlike other uh, startup ecosystems, and I can't believe I just said that (laughs) buzzword cliche. There you go. uh, But unlike other startup ecosystems, you know, the Valley's uh, startup scene is very spread out. There is no central gathering spot, and especially when you consider that Startup Week is intended to appeal not just to tech folks, but also to lifestyle businesses, mom-and-pop businesses, um, solopreneurs, this sort of thing. You know, The idea that there's one center of gravity is, is rather absurd, and so uh, that's why we really embraced the idea of you know let's go out to where the entrepreneurs and the grinders and the startup folks are rather than forcing them to come to us.
2: What was your favorite moment from Startup Week 2015?
0: You know, it was seeing people show up all five days. (laughs) Um, You know, we really thought that, uh, you know, folks would come out on the day that we were closest to them. Uh, And a lot of folks did, you know. If you live in North Scottsdale, it's hard to get around. Um, And so, you know, we saw folks come just for that one day for example but the thing that i didn't expect was by the fourth and fifth day you started to see that there were certain people that were making a true effort to get out to every single day Um, and some of those folks have gone on to become real organizers and um, agitators for the sphx movement where they're organizing happy hours or meetups or contributing to other organizations which is really awesome to see um, so the momentum, I guess, was what was really cool to see of folks that, um, really wanted to be there all five days. Um, and then, you know, second to that would be people that hadn't even heard of the event prior to it starting and then showing up on Wednesday and Thursday and Friday. So there was a lot of buzz, organic kind of juice around the startup week idea. Um, so that folks, uh, uh who hadn't even heard of it. Ended up showing up in the second half of the week. What do you attribute that buzz to? Where did that come from? Why was it there? I mean, it's a great event. Um, it's a great event, and it filled a, a gap that was, uh, you know, sorely, sorely lacking in our in our community. Um, there, like I said, I mean, there there had there was no central um, focal point for, um, for the startup community in Arizona until, uh, startup week came along. Um, this was before SPHX yes, even existed or they, you know, they came about at about the same time. And so the idea that, you know, now we have a Slack channel or a Facebook group or, you know, these, uh, uh, twice annual, uh, winter and summer social, we have these big assets that keep us all together, even though we're spread out. But three or four years ago, none of that existed. And so Startup Week, I think, really scratched an itch that a lot of folks were feeling. What's the
2: best thing to come out of Startup Week for you?
0: Oh, it's the relationships I've made. I mean, it's, that's a slam dunk. Um, some of my best friends now, some of the people I trust more than anyone else, some of the people that I would love to do business with, um, some of whom I've gotten a chance to and some of whom I haven't. Uh, I've met only through the Startup Week experience. Um, I think about folks like Jonathan Cottrell, who I never had even uh, heard of or met until he showed up to a Startup Week meeting that first year. He's one of my best friends. Um, and then you look at you know someone like Paige, who I think you're having on the podcast as well, um, was involved from day one, uh, Andrew um, I I don't even want to list names because I'll leave people out, but it's just been a great crew. And then, you know, when we stepped away, when the founding team stepped away after the second year, you know, keeping some of these folks together by um, helping to keep the YesPHX movement going, um, you know, whether it's the, you know, the the different Facebook group and the Slack channel or the events that we run. um, It's just been fantastic to have this group of friends that that I, I didn't know before Startup Week. And now we're all in this together to help build the community.
2: Matt, how can people contact you if they want to get in touch with you, either to talk about Startup Week or for any other reason?
0: Uh, Yeah, I mean, my real name is hard to find. That's why I use a fake name. So Matt (laughs) Matt Meanders, I'm the only one that I'm aware of. So you can look me up on the Slack channel. Uh, You can send me an email at mattmeanders at gmail.com, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, all of those places. Just send me a message. Don't, Connect with me without sending a message if I don't know who you are, but I'm always happy to chat. Beer at Casey Moore's, coffee at Cartel. Meet me up, I'm happy to chat.
2: Outstanding. Matt, so appreciate your time. Thank you, sir. My pleasure. I'm here with Paige Susie. Paige, tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Absolutely, yeah. I uh, I've been involved in the YesPHX and sort of startup community locally for quite a few years now. Um, I it started probably back in 2012 ish. Um, I was working at. At the time, Cyplex. So I have sort of an agency background um, that evolved into what we see now as more of the startup community. Um, so I sort of got my, my feet wet first with Startup Weekend and some of the smaller events that we were hosting around the community. And then it really has sort of evolved from there.
2: Very good. So how did you hear about Startup Week? I guess 2015 would have been the first year. How did you hear about it?
1: Um, it was. It was actually not really even Startup Week yet when I first heard about it. It was just a meeting of people that were sort of involved in the Tempe and local startup community and agencies. Um, It was really more of a tech thing than startup specific at the time. Um, And there was a a meeting in Tempe where a few of us got together. And I remember uh, Matt Simpson was there and some other key players that have been involved throughout the years to discuss this event that was being brought to us by UpGlobal, which um, is no longer actually the main headline organization that is involved with Startup Week, but it was then absorbed by Techstars. So um, it's iterations before what it is now. Um, But we had a meeting to sort of discuss how we wanted to take this vision that UpGlobal had for this week-long event and how we would sort of adopt it and change it for our local community. Uh, And one of the key things that we decided was that with a week-long event, we wanted to embrace each of the different aspects of the Phoenix community, which meant more than just like downtown or Tempe. And so um, one of the key things that I remember from that first meeting is the idea that we wanted to have each day move around the Valley to sort of embrace all of those different communities.
2: How did your vision and and by your, I mean the, the group that was there at the beginning. How did your vision different differ from the vision? Uh, of, was it up global?
1: Uh, yeah up global it, it. Well, the nice thing about up global is that they um, Andrew Hyde was the original founder of that organization um, and he really Came to the table with this idea that was pretty open to Interpretation by the local community um, the way that they had seen it done in boulder was that they had it in one central location but um he really knew that in order for it to be adopted by the community it really needed to be um inspired and you know driven forward by the community so we really took that idea that concept and you know pushed it forward to develop what would then become the 2015 startup week
2: now the first meeting matt i've interviewed matt earlier. He talked about um, some old house in downtown Tempe. Is that where where it was?
1: The original person that brought it to the community, he actually um, ended up taking off to travel for a bit. And so he was no longer involved. And um, later, I think Jonathan sort of was brought in to help uh, spearhead the efforts. So, yeah, it was in the it was off of. Uh, Rio Salado, I think, <laughs> a little house over by uh, Tempe Center for the Arts, which is actually the day that I would end up running for the first Startup Week. So that was, uh, it was pretty cool.
2: So why did you want to get involved?
1: I'm, I'm a huge fan of uh, volunteer community efforts. I think that you really get the best in everyone when you know people aren't being paid and they're just doing it to help bring people in the community together. Uh, Cyplex, Coplex, uh, as it would then develop into at the time, was really looking to get more involved in the local community. And so um, I was sort of the, the person that was helping push that that effort forward. So it was uh, a number of things that sort of came together that allowed me to sort of jump in headfirst and help make the first year uh, a pretty great success.
2: What's your strongest memory from that the, those months leading up to startup week 2015?
1: I would say the massive number of people that came from different, you know, corners of the community to come together to build this event that no one really had any understanding of what it would be. Uh, But every meeting there was like, 10 to 20 to 30 people that were coming together with ideas and uh, connecting people with new resources and sponsors and speakers and all of these different things. And um, we had about 2,500 people the first year. And um, that was purely just based on the community coming together under the, you know, promise of, Hey, this will be a really great event. I know you haven't seen it before, but just, you know, let's all work together and throw, you know, our resources and time and money at this to make it as awesome as it can be.
2: Is there kind of a, an over, overarching lesson that you took from that experience that has, has made a difference in your life?
1: Um, yeah, I think sort of going back to what I mentioned about, you know, you really get the best in people or you see the best in people when they come to the table knowing that um, they're not going to get anything out of the experience. It's just for the good of the community. Um, I think you really, a lot of great people rise to the top when you see, you know, who's really in it to build the community and, uh, for the good of other people.
2: What surprised you the most?
1: What surprised me the most? I think how, how seamlessly it really all went off. Um, I know that Matt was running, uh, programming the first year and, like I said, we really didn't have much of a blueprint for how to bring all of these things together. We had five different locations, five different people organizing all of them and Matt facilitating the programming for all of them. And then we had socials at night that were usually in different locations. Um, there were so many moving pieces that realistically it could have it could have been a disaster. <laughs> uh-huh. But um, it really, it came together seamlessly.
2: The thought of what you guys did from absolute scratch to pull something together like that is kind of overwhelming. What's your, what was your favorite moment from startup week 2015?
1: I, uh, I think it was probably, I just, I loved seeing the, you know, everything come together when we were at Tempe Center for the arts. That, um, was sort of my home base for the the stuff that I'd been working on. So seeing everyone at that venue, it's just, it's such a beautiful venue anyways. And, Um, you know, everyone just seemed to have a great time and that just, so seeing everyone sort of walking around, networking, laughing, talking, um, just watching that all come together was really a a great moment for me.
2: What's the best thing to come out of it for you personally?
1: Um, well, personally, from the uh, through the first year's event, um, we Jonathan, myself, and then two other people that were involved actually ended up starting a company um, about six months later. So Hopscotch was actually a product of the first Startup Week, which is a, an incredible thing to be able to say was a result of that first year. So that was a a company that we had for about a year and a half that let me actually go travel the world for a year. So Um, there's a lot of things that sort of came together to make that an incredibly important experience for me.
2: All right. Very good. Well, is there anything else you would like to to share with our audience about Startup Week 2015 and uh, the Startup Week 2018 that's coming up?
1: I, you know, I think it's incredible to see sort of the many iterations of Startup Week as the years go by. Um, Every year, we add something new and we, you know, test out different concepts. And I know that this year is a little bit different model. We're going to be all downtown, which I think has its, um, has a lot of benefits. I'm excited to see, you know, how many people we can get downtown because I do love downtown Phoenix. So um, I think it's just important to embrace all the, the changes and iterations. And I know that as we continue to move forward, it'll continue to improve.
2: Very good. Paige, if, uh, if folks want to, to uh, reach out to you, mm-hmm. how would they do that?
1: Um, I think uh, probably the easiest way would be through the YesPHX Slack. Hopefully everyone is on there. Um, and yeah, my name is Paige Susie. So just reach out on there and I will be happy to chat.
2: Awesome. Sounds, sounds great. Thank you so much for your time, Paige.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much.
2: I'm here now with Jonathan Cottrell. Jonathan's name is the one that comes up pretty much all the time when I ask folks about the history of Startup Week. And I actually have known Jonathan for, oh gosh, I don't know, 20 years? Probably even longer than that. Maybe, maybe longer than that. But I, I had absolutely no idea that Jonathan was involved in Startup Week until I actually ended it ended up at Startup Week last year. So uh, it, this is a lot of fun for me personally to get to talk to, talk to you, John. I know you as John. <laughs> <laughs> um, so tell us a little bit about yourself.
3: Well, yeah, people can call me whatever they want. John, Jonathan, JC, Joe Nathan. You know, I mean, you never know how that uh, Jonathan is pronounced. Uh, my background, I, I love Phoenix. I uh, born and raised native entrepreneur before I knew what the word really meant. and. I am fortunate enough to to call Arizona home. I have a beautiful wife and a family. We have three kids, and all my family is here. And so I call Phoenix home, and whatever I can do to really serve folks and
2: and love folks within that place that's that's what I'm on a mission to do. Very good. Um so how did we're, we're, we want to think back to I guess summer 2014 maybe fall 2014 how did you hear about the startup week well
3: yeah it was quite an interesting story i kind of got roped into it what happened was uh, a few months earlier i had in 2014 i had launched uh, yesphx and did that with uh, some some folks had uh, some some cocktails and late night cigars with some friends. And we said, Hey, you know what? There has to be some stuff going on within the startup community. We just don't know necessarily all that that is. And so how do we help amplify what's happening here so that not necessarily even for others, but how do we start knowing ourselves what's happening within our own backyard? So we launched a hashtag and that started to take and people started to use it and that was fun. And so then it was looking at, okay, well, how do we pull something together and, not just do this in the digital sense, but how do we get people in the same room and, and create a, uh, a place and a space for folks to come together? So I was on a an investigation mission to do that, and I met with a guy named Evo Terra and Evo. Matt's, Matt's mentioned Evo as well. Yeah, so Evo had gotten the ball rolling uh, with uh, tech stars and talking with them about bringing what was happening in Boulder to Phoenix since Boulder was uh, the first spot that that was happening. And I met up with Evo and I learned that he was going to be take, bringing a Startup Week here. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Um, you know, if if I can help and maybe I can just put this Yes PHX event that I was planning on doing under the umbrella of what Startup Week was. And after only one planning meeting at that uh, time, and talking through some possibilities, some people you should be meeting with, et cetera, in the startup community that I had been starting to meet as a result of YesPHX. He uh, then um, informed uh, Matt and me that he was going to be heading out of the country. And uh, that uh, the only way Startup Week was going to continue was if um, we were interested in in uh, taking the ball and running with it. So thought about it, talked with them about what the uh, time commitment was to really make that happen at Startup Week, and they lied to me.
0: Uh,
3: <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, under that condition, I, I said okay. And and yeah, with little less than three months, just pulled a group of people together that I knew cared about the community and said, "Let's do this." And everyone came together, and uh,
2: the rest is history. So what's your strongest memory, the most outstanding memory of that three months of preparation, maybe aside from finding out that Evo was leaving the country? <laughs> well, I think,
3: you know, it was just cool to see everyone come together. And and I I knew the only way it was going to happen was if, you know, the entire community came together. So I just put out a call to arms, if you will. And mill to a number of different folks and said, Hey, there's this thing, startup week, celebrate the community. Are you interested to help and need your help? So I think, I don't know, maybe we had like 40 people or so, um, in that uh, first meeting and, and maybe 30, 30 to 40 folks and just everyone coming together and getting excited about that. And then just taking the ball, and running with it. And, you know, the first, first year's organization, we did rather differently just because we didn't have much time. Right. So everyone kind of took a a hub as we started to look at um, the whole valley and say, okay, I'm in, you know, Scottsdale, I'm in Tempe, I'm in downtown Phoenix, I'm in uptown Phoenix. And everyone kind of took a day and then, you know, we put together this five day event and, about 2300 people in year one and which you know seems like definitely a success for Phoenix since it was the largest entrepreneur event that we had ever seen come together and and it was all you know kind of duct tape and bubble gum and it was fun
2: well yeah that's one of the things that's impressed me the most is that you know this startup week itself is a an entrepreneurial success um, maybe not necessarily the kind of of uh, entrepreneurial uh, exercise that that most of us think about but the fact that that just over four years ago it didn't even exist and here we are seeing thousands of people come to be part of it every year it's it's pretty impressive
3: well it was really kind of a minimum viable product if you will it was like how do we prototype this thing and using that startup analogy and It's true. I mean, really, it was a team of people that came together to test something. It worked. And then we said, how do we iterate on this and grow it? And that is very much a startup. And and so I'd say Phoenix Startup Week is
2: definitely following that model. Definitely. a definitely a success. What surprised you the most um, as you worked through this first year?
3: I think the first year... I think day number one, honestly, like just the opening event, surprised me. I mean, we're getting set up and we're in this kind of open blank space overlooking the city of Phoenix, and that's my first time meeting, you know, Mayor Stanton. He comes out and uh, speaks and kind of opens things up, and uh, first time meeting Daniel Valenzuela, the time uh, councilman who's now also running for mayor, and. Uh, so we had everyone from city officials, but then I'd say the kind of more, uh, not surprising, but really the, the things that resonated with me and the stories that were coming out of it was, you know, I'm meeting this woman, uh, in the lobby as we're setting up. And she said, Oh, I read about it in the, in the Arizona Republic yesterday. And I was so excited. I, I couldn't even sleep. And. Uh, I've stayed up all night and she's there like an hour and a half, you know, before we're getting started, just sitting there anticipating the event. So, and a lot of it was people that I'd never met before and weren't involved in the startup community. And so I think just this togetherness that started to happen from all walks of life and backgrounds and experiences and age groups. and, And it was super fun to just see everyone come together around that idea.
2: So we're four years past that now. What's the best thing to come out of it for you, personally? Well, I know this will
3: sound weird, but the, literally the best thing to come out of it for me personally is that I am not involved in the operations at all. <laughs> and and honestly, and, and
2: explain that. I think I know what you mean, but but let's let, let why did you explain that?
3: Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm. One of the things, you know, just from an identity and uh, perspective, something I know about myself and who I am is that I'm a, I'm a starter and I love starting and I'm good at starting. Um, but I'm not the, you know, five to 10 year operator. I don't enjoy that. I get only really bored, but I just, I need something new and something to create from scratch and i love passing the torch and to see who has come together now to to take it and grow it and and my commission if you will to um uh v and um as he was again started was okay now you do this for 2 years and find someone else to pass it off to and I think that whole new blood, new ideas, um, new team members, that's critical to really growing something that is, um, by and for the community. And without that, it's, um, it can become a a cult of personality. Um, and that's not what this is about. This is about Phoenix. This is about the community. This is about, the, the city and to really see that continue forward. We need new people always coming into that. So it's fun to now just participate without having any hand in in the operations.
2: Very good. John, how can people best contact you if they, uh, they wanna reach out to you with questions about Startup Week or anything else that might uh, be pertinent?
3: Well, the best way to contact me, I would normally say, is email, but I am on a, on a, uh, an email fast, if you will, a a simplicity of, of life and digital communication. So the best way to contact me is my phone 480-319-0448. That's 480-319-0448. You can text me, you can call me, you can get my voicemail. I will call you back. And if you want to touch base,
2: that is how to find me. Very good. Well, John, I appreciate your time today. Uh, thank you for the role that you've played in getting Startup Week going. And uh, I look forward to seeing you. I'm looking forward to being there. Thanks, Jack. Thank you. Bye-bye.
0: concludes today's episode of the History of Startup Week. Thanks for joining us today. Keep an eye out for upcoming episodes, which include the speakers of Startup Week, the non-founders who make it work, and more. Catch you next time on YesPHX Presents.